Well, hi guys. Welcome to the Antics. I'm the A. And I'm the N. And this is the podcast that makes you forget about your life problems for an hour. Today we have our newest addition to the Antics. Hi, I'm I'm the C and I'm a mystery guest. Yep. She could be Caitlyn Jenner for all we know. Who knows? <laughs> then we no. don't know who I am. No, for all, for all you know, I could like Stanley. <laughs> okay. Well, our theme this week is figure skating, a sport we all three participate in. So we'll briefly say our skating history and then we'll get on with the rest of the podcast. So I have been skating. I started at three years old. I quit a few times, came back a few times. And I'm still currently skating. Beautiful. Um, I started late, and by late, I mean 11 years old. And I haven't stopped since. I started when I was five years old, and I am still doing it to this day. There we go. That's our skating history. We've all had very different paths in the sport. And I think our goals are all very different goals. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah so we will get on with the podcast and nicole would you do the honors and be the first reddit story yeah sure so my reddit is pretty very general but it's basically short and it's asking things you wish you knew when you started um and there's quite a few things in that list that i wish i knew before i even started skating um, I wish I knew how expensive the sport can actually be. I wish I knew how cutthroat the sport can actually be. I wish I knew about skate maintenance. And I wish I knew a lot about testing because I was kind of like ambushed with the whole testing back in the day when I got introduced to it. Yeah, the sport is very cutthroat and it's just a hard sport. The It looks very nice, pretty and easy, but it is a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. I think we can all agree that it's very cutthroat. And I wish I knew that I shouldn't quit 45 times, although some of the times I did have to quit was because of injuries. No, no, definitely the blood part is definitely true on that part, though. That is very true. You will definitely see some blood in the sport. It's it's normal though. It's a normal thing. It is quite normal. Yeah, but like I wish I knew about like every single testing. I knew about the moves testing, but I had no idea about the dance test or like the freestyle test until uh, until like few years later. So that was fun. Yeah, testing was one thing that came by surprise. I didn't realize. I just thought you had to do basic testing like that you do in groups, but apparently that doesn't count at all. So for yeah. everyone wondering, go to I would recommend going to a private coach and just if you can. I know it's more expensive, but it's also cheaper at the same time because if you get sick or you miss some a day or two, it's a lot easier or you don't have to pay your coach if you're not going to be there and she knows you're not going to be there she or he so that's also i guess a pro and plus is more individualized true and also for testing um you don't have to test if you really do not want to because not every skater tests however if you're going to be competitive in the sport then it's really highly recommended to test because even though there are like competitions that offer like the general levels there is if you keep competing and advancing there is going to be a point where you kind of really need a test because yeah there's it gets like there's not really like much um general levels out there that will um support like high level skills like axles and level three spins or something and also for regionals or sectionals or nationals or anything above that you cannot test you ha- I mean, you can't skate without testing, I believe. And for coaching, you can't be a coach if you haven't tested. That's true. Especially with synchro, if you decide to do an ice skating team, like synchro and stuff, you have to do like the moves and the field testing. Because if you don't keep doing the moves and the field testing, and because like, you have to keep moving up, or you won't be put into like a high level uh, synchro team. Yeah. I wish people, like, (laughs) I wish testing was actually just, like, way more, like, talked about in the beginning. 
Yeah, and plus, those judges can be brutal. That's another thing. Testing judges can be very brutal. Yeah, they get worse the more advanced you get. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, you never know who you're going to have to judge. You could either have like the nicest person in the world as a judge, or you can have like the strictest like person ever to like judge you. For real. Yeah. There's all you can have like both of them at the same time. There's no in between. Yeah. I mean, on the bright side, besides the first test, there's three, so it's like, I guess, if two of them pass you, you're fine. So there's more opinions, but then again, pre-pre-preliminary, I think it's quite impossible to fail. Unless you, like, really mess up, it's very hard to fail, so. That's true. Because it's encouraging skaters, so, like, you can be terrible at it and still probably pass. That's one thing, but preliminary on, and you will you'll have three judges, and you can fail. I know people that fail from preliminary and beyond. And sorry about all the noise that you may be hearing. I'm outside at the moment. Yes, we, we love the we vitamin love the D. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anna, did you have a Reddit story? I do have a Reddit story, so I'll go second, and then Chloe, do you have a Reddit story? I do have a Reddit story. Okay, you can go third. Okay. okay, so this is someone's horror story about figure skating, which I'm sure we've all had. <laughs> okay, so they start off. Oh God, so many, so so many of every variety, but the boots breaking, people running on top, or people running through competitions half naked, um, halter tops breaking during an open national practice gore bad crashes etc etc but nothing that happens really happened to me other than a bad coach story but i won't post that here obviously the worst crashes i've seen is usually a young kid who has who should who should in no way be on a freestyle but got onto a freestyle via coach recommendation and a rink with mm-hmm relaxed rules enforcement and some much larger than or some larger and faster accidentally running into them usually due to the difference a jump entrance or moves in the field like junior power pulls cocktail or cocktail can't say that word where seeing behind you is difficult the wor- the worst I've seen is a in a person occur- occurred to one of the oblivious young girls. She has be- she had been a problem for the last four months, and I knew because she was always in the in the let's corner and the coach in the corner. All coaches st- started and ended moves in the pe- field patterns getting in their way as well. She wouldn't even practice. She would just stand there, occasionally do a, a spin or a three turn to seem active. The coaches talked to her, but she wouldn't move. They talked to her mom, but the mom never stopped talking to her particular session, to this particular session. The rink was too relaxed and would kick off, kick her off. That led to this incident. One day, the older, taller girls learning Lutz's went to reach back, and she had a problem being too violently stabby with her reach back. The small girl was in her blind spot of the tail Lutzing blade. Girl's blade went one centimeter into the small girl's calf. They managed to get off the ice with minimal blood. An ambulance was called, and I never saw the smaller girl again. I saw the Lutz girl again, but she was quite pre- she was quite pretty soon after herself. I remember all of us older skaters and coaches trying to tell her it wasn't her fault, and the girl had been be- behaving dangerously. It was pretty obvious that she was seriously shaken by it that's the story Ooh, uh, <laughs> that's one thing that bothers me it's like a big pet peeve when people just stand 
in like certain places like because you know how we have like jump corners we have different corners we have different areas for different things especially so i was doing like jumps and this one person keeps on just standing there just like just standing there doing nothing and like how am i supposed to jump i can't jump on top of her although sometimes i wish i could um (laughs) and it's just so annoying i'm like i'm trying to learn my jumps that's the corner where i jump usually so I just don't like when people just stand there and do nothing. And just, like, if you're going to stand and do nothing, just go to the wall. That's what I do when I stand and do Just go to the wall or get off the ice. It's much safer for you and everyone else on the rink. Exactly, man. Exactly. If you're not going to practice, just stay in the corner of the wall at least. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, whenever I need to take a break, I always just go to the wall. And, like, also look at your session, because if it's a crazy session, like, I don't know, a later session a day or a Saturday session, it's probably going to be crazy. So if you know you don't want to really practice that day, just don't go. Versus, like, a 5 a.m. session where there's, like, nobody on the ice, it's much easier to stand and do nothing and be safe. No, because I was, for, like, even now, before... A while, I was like that oblivious skater, though. I would still practice and stuff, but I just have so much trouble paying attention to my surroundings most of the time, which is why now I'm always, like, moving out of the way for pretty much everybody so that I won't hit into someone. Because one time, this skater, who was, like, so much more events than me, I was just, you know, skating around, skating around like, getting ready to go into one of my jumps. I was, like, probably 10 or 11. And then, all of a sudden, this me and this girl, we collide. <laughs> there wasn't, it wasn't a big accident kind of thing, but we were both, next thing I know, we were both on the ground and stuff. We were both okay. No blood, no injuries or anything. One of us probably got bruised. That's fine. But, <laughs> but like, you know, that was, like, one of the biggest crashes. I've ever been in though and like that was fun <laughs> yeah I mean I mean those stuff are very inedible like crashing yeah. into someone it's just really hard not to do that like I've definitely like stumbled like was in a way I didn't see someone I was doing something and then the other person was jumping and we collided I think she was doing like a triple loop I think so it was a big jump but neither of us were too harmed by it mm-hmm. so I maybe a little bruise like you said yeah so that was fun (laughs) it's the experience are you really a skater if you haven't had a almost or actual collision with someone else that is true that is very inedible but maybe just if if it happens by standing and doing nothing if both of you are practicing and don't see each other that that happens all the time that's a skating thing you just both get up say sorry and go on with your day yeah, and just try to forget about the crippling embarrassment, but you know, <laughs> it's okay. Hey, um, yeah, but I've never, I mean, have you guys seen any serious injuries? I actually have. I actually bit in some, actually. Um, <laughs> which one do you want me to share? Oh, Let's go down the wait, list. wait, was that the one with your foot or something? No, that was my knee. Um, oh, I got a. <laughs> actually, wait. This is about collisions. Um, let's see. Um, actually, no. A big injury. The worst injury I've actually witnessed, though. I'm pretty sure someone got a concussion once Ooh. in one of my practice sessions. She was practicing like um an either ice dance or synchro. I guess I don't know. It was like some footwork. She twizzled into like the wall. She oh, fell. And she was lying down on the ice for like a really good period of time. Like every coach, like everyone was like just looking, and like the coaches came eventually. And it took her a while to get up. Like she couldn't even like get off the ice standing. She had to like um, scoot herself to the door. And when she was walking out, um, her mom and her um, a coach had to help her walk to the lobby by holding her by the arm. She was still, she was conscious by then, but she was, like, not, um, fully 100%. That was pretty bad. 
That got the whole. How long ago was that? Did she still skate? Oh, she skated after. Like twenty minutes later, she was back on the ice. But okay. it was obvious she was like in pain or something. But she came back on. Okay. Oh okay, I love that's good. Like, I mean, Twizzles are the devil. As I know. Our coach said. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll tell my little story now. Hmm. Figure skating pet peeves. Anyone have any figure skating pet peeves? My biggest is a certain type of high-level figure skater on public ice. We have every hour of the day from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. to skate on freestyle ice, with some ice times being specifically for their level. But there is a select few cut from the same club that will all come on two hours of public ice as well and take up the whole week. Acting put out if you happen to have gotten enough courage to do a spin when they wanted to do a triple. I really wish someone would tell them to stop. It's worse than having people who are skating for the first time. At least there's a sailed or lookout for your mentality. But with these select types of higher level skaters, at least at my week, it's your fault if you get mowed down. They absolutely never look where they're going. That is, that I, I kind of feel that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Those are very annoying. I mean, do you guys have any pet peeves? <laughs> I mean, I think I already stated one of mine, just the not doing anything on the rink and, like, taking up space. But not really. If someone just keeps on trying to, I mean, I guess if someone keeps and keeps on trying to talk to you, and you clearly just want to just practice, that sometimes annoys me. But I'm not sorry. Really. <laughs> no, you're not bad at that. You'll talk, we'll talk when I'm doing a break, mostly. But, like, no, my pet peeve is, and honestly, this is just a, my thing. It's not really bad, but a pet peeve that I, it's not like I'm against other people. <laughs> it's just, like, so when whenever I'm, t- sometimes if I'm trying to do a move or spins or jumps mainly moves and but there's always that there's always seems to be someone who like either cut around me or like getting my way when i'm trying to do it and then i have to like start the whole thing over again i mean i get it like they're practicing too and stuff like it's not their fault but it's so annoying though because like i'm literally right there i'm in the middle of the move if one of us has to stop can't it be you? Because I see that they're just starting their thing. Like, I'm in the middle of this. Can't you let me finish this before you get in my way, at least? Like, that annoys me so much. Yeah, I feel that, though. I feel that. I don't... I'm trying to think of other pet peeves. But there's not many. I mean, I guess when you... Because everyone, every figure skater knows this. If you are in a lesson and are playing a, like playing music, like your routine music... You have the right of way on the ice. And some people decided, no, you don't have the right of way on the ice. And that annoys me. Oh. (laughs) I've had very many stories with that. Especially with, like, extremely high-level people. They'll, like, like, no. But, like, most of the high-level people, they, like, understand. Because that's happening to them. But, yeah. Some people that are, like, very big, like either like eight-year-olds or like really really beginning freestyle sessions they don't know that so i can't get like mad at them for not knowing it but it just sometimes like oh no but all those like really like high level skaters who seem like who like get in pretty much everyone's way when they're when practicing and stuff like I feel like those high-level skaters just feel like they're better than everyone, so they always get to buy the way to practice. Yeah. Mm. No, uh, that yeah. reminds me of the girls who used to skate at our rink, actually. Oh, I, I haven't exactly seen them in so about. long, but this one girl, she always get in your way. Like, she always jumped. I get it. It was a jumping corner, but other people would be jumping there, and then she would, like, jump in the way, and when she couldn't jump, she would give you, like, a weird look and stuff. She and told me to move once. Oh, now she keeps saying, excuse me, in an annoying way. No, she literally came up to me. She's like, can you move, please? Um, I don't know why. She would just... Chloe, you would somehow always be in her way. Whatever she was doing, you would be in her way. 
I wasn't even trying anything. I just felt like he was targeting me half the time. Like I get, I'm get it. I'm very likable, but that doesn't mean you gotta like go in my way every time. So, like I'll sign no autographs later. <laughs> what kept you in the sport for as long as it did? So I asked you something you do like about the sport. Oh, okay. I get your question now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good question. I have to actually think about that. <laughs> Okay, I'll go first with that then. I mean, obviously, I had I did quit, and I had to quit for knee injuries, which are very common in the sport, as I think Nicole can vouch for that. It's too close to home, man. And it's it's never on the hardest things. I literally did that on a warm-up waltz jump. So, I, I tore my knee on a waltz jump. How do you do that? Me and my coach still don't know. But did I do that? Yes. So, I guess there's a flex. <laughs> not really but okay i went to pt and that made me stronger and made me a better skater so i guess there's the pro to that but i mean i think my favorite part about skiing is just how like fun and artistic it can be because you can be very expressive in the sport and just something about skating just keeps you in the sport well, maybe not me for the entire time, but it will make you come back to the sport. Nah, I feel I feel you though, because I also what makes me stay here is the artistry and the memories and doing cool stuff mostly, and because like some moves, it's like I don't know. The best way to describe the sport is like drugs. Okay, so like <laughs> if you if you get hooked onto something, some good drugs, it's like an addiction and you can't get out of it. But, like, actual good drugs, though, not the illegal kinds. <laughs> Melana. I don't think getting hooked on any drugs is good. Anyone ever get, get, anyone ever get high on ibuprofen? <laughs> no. No, I, I don't think that's possible. Chloe, do you have anything you have to say? <laughs> About ibuprofen? Actual, some actual good questions here. <laughs> no. Not yet. <laughs> no, no, but like, no, my, I would say that my, uh, the thing that keeps me in skating is my dad, but. <laughs> no, 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 because like, you know, not everybody chooses those sport, but anyway, <laughs> but no, no, no. So other than my dad, um, I think what I like about skating, well, one of my favorite moves is definitely the hydro blade, because I just like, because it's like one of my best things, and I always throw off with it, so. I like to sew off the people. So it's fun. And that is true. You love your hydro blade. I yeah, hate hydro blades. I, I love my hydro blade. And by definitely, like, even though it takes me a little while, I do like doing, like, getting something done faster. Like, let's say I'm just getting a spin, but then I'm getting, I'm starting to understand it quickly. Like, just the rush of realizing that you can do it is just good. Like, right now, I'm trying... I've been trying to get my axle since, like, January. And I'm getting... Right now, I can do it on the harness. And I'm getting there. And that makes me feel good, though. Because I know that at some point, I will get it off the ice. If I don't quit before then. But... Because, <laughs> like, honest, honestly, like... Oh, God. It's really dragging it out of me. But, oh, God. <laughs> Axles are just, like, toxic relationships, man. I swear. That's true. Injuries have let me let's talk about injuries that we have gotten on the ice. Oh, that's for a me, perfect subject. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for me, I haven't really gotten any major injuries, but I have fallen on the ice plenty of times. Like that one time I fell on my stomach, I literally felt all the air go out of me. <laughs> the other time, I fell on my no on my nose two times in my lifetime. Both times, a lot of blood, but did I keep skating? Yes, I did. <laughs> because the first time, I was forced to. The second time, because I had no one to take me home. So, <laughs> yeah. So, that fun. was fun. Yeah. I just had to break my nose. <laughs> and then, another time, I kept falling on my knees. So, my knees were extremely bruised, but they were okay. Anyone else want to go now? <laughs> Anna, you should go because yours is um sh- or shorter, I think. I don't know. I think. Yeah, I have two major, or not really major injuries. So my first, or yeah, the first injury I've ever got, I was probably like five or six years old. 
I was preparing for those winter shows we have. Yeah. Um, and so I was doing a, I was trying to do like, a, I think it was just a waltz jump. And I jumped a little too close to the wall. So I fell because my technique just wasn't good on that jump. And then I, after falling, I also hit my head on the wall. Didn't have fun that day. Second injury was also waltz jump. Apparently, I have something with waltz jumps. Dang, that's a trend for you. <laughs> it is. <laughs> the easiest jump apparently is the worst for me. Um, I was also doing a waltz jump. and I was just warming up with it just so I could start doing other jumps. Um, and I fell on my knee and tore my knee. That wasn't fun. But luckily, it was just pre-COVID. So... I didn't really miss much skating because the rink closed two days after. And I had physical therapy to get me stronger to do back to the season when we came back. So it was a sort of win. Nice. Yep. <laughs> now, Nicole. Oh, oh, God. Well, technically, I'm injured, like, in a way every week because I'm always falling on my butt. But, you know... <laughs> Like, literally, right now, I have, like, a stretch muscle in my ankle. <laughs> but anyways, my actual, uh, my actual, like, memorable injuries, if you will, are, um, the first one was from kind of, like, late last year. I tore my PCL from forward crossovers and the stinking hump that we call a juvenile moves in a field pattern. That, that was a, that was very... I don't even have the words for it. Anyways, months later, I also broke my pinky on the wall. Your pinky? Yeah, I broke my pinky (laughs) on the wall. In my defense, I was about to high key. It was also, okay, so the story was I did my crossover pattern and I was moving very fast, like after I was done. And someone, I was about to run into someone basically. So I, I kind of just like hugged the wall for life to slow myself down and my pinky got broken in the process so <laughs> and also i've also been emotionally broken many times <laughs> oh haven't we all oh same there was like multiple times where i've just like cried but you know <laughs> oh just no same those common, are my injuries <laughs> common thing okay i scared my coach once though very badly so what happened was I went to practice. So it was like an hour session. And actually, Chloe, your sister was... Sorry. <laughs> um, your sister was on that session too that we'll oh, get was? more important oh, later. No. Yeah. So I was doing stuff. And out of nowhere, I got dizzy. And I was about to pass out on oh. the ice. Um, And so my coach was like, scared so she had to drag me back to like out of the ring so i wouldn't like you know fall and hit my head seriously on the ice while passing out so i was sitting there and then she was like uh do you want to skate any longer and i was like i couldn't because that day i couldn't i was just my blood sugar apparently dropped very badly Uh, so i couldn't skate Like, physically, I would pass out if I was going to get back on the ice, so then she just took your sister instead. So your sister then got a free lesson. <laughs> That's but, good to know. Yeah. I don't, it was at the end of the session, so she probably got, like, five minutes, but... Yeah. No. But <laughs> my tip is, check your blood sugar if you have... Blo- I, don't, I didn't even have blood sugar issues, and I don't. I think I might have forgotten to eat or something. I don't know what happened. But when you casually forget to eat breakfast before skating, I sometimes forget to eat. It's the weirdest thing. Anyone else? Or is just a me thing? No. In my no. Saturdays, I don't even eat when I skate. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Sometimes when I have skating in the morning, I just don't eat breakfast because I'm so slow and waking up and getting ready. So when I come back from skating, I just like either have a really late breakfast or early lunch. That's me with like my five a.m. sessions because like. How would I like? Because I am doing five a.m. right now, um, twice a week, and how would I like? I wake up at four thirty. There's no way I'm gonna like eat at four. It's too early for me to eat, so I just like skate for two hours without eating. My God, but no, but like 
if you all want to hear my coaching stories, that's going to be a whole other podcast because I have like way too many funny stories that I tell, like real things that I talk to my coach about like all the time. <laughs> so if you all want that, like that's a whole other podcast for you. She oh, same up though. With a lot with us. A whole other episode. Just like. Like Nicole's tomato theories. It's oh, not it's a theory, it's a fact. <laughs> I, I have never had that. You can explain your tomato. Yeah, oh, okay. The tomato of the people. Oh, yes. Um. So, like, when you do backward crossovers, specifically, but any crossover, and I always correlated that. With the same sound that a knife would make when it slices a sliver of a tomato. But not any tomato, though. It's like oh those meaty tomatoes with all the juices inside. The it's, like, <laughs> it's like the kind where, like, all the juices are... It was, like, a, it's, like, really good. Like, Do you, like, yeah. imagine this when you're doing that? No. Like, it- <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yes. Wait, like, how did yeah. you imagine that? Wait, which crossover? push is it? The uh, the first push or the under push? It's the, the first push. Oh, that first, like, yeah, uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I that makes sense with that. the tomato. So you guys oh finally God. are seeing my point of view. I don't see Why a tomato. Because it makes the same sound. Well, not the same, obviously, but it's like a very similar sound. Like, do you ever, like, do you picture it in your mind? Like, no, it's the same thing. I think of I've never thought about it. Okay, well, actually, wait, this is a funny story. Oh. Yesterday in Off Ice, where Anna was at, yes, my coach asked us how the axle felt when we tried it. Anna oh, no. said it felt better. I said it felt fluffy, and I got so much stares. <laughs> Me and her just stared at. How does it still feel fluffy? Yeah, that's... it's <laughs> it's because it feels fluffy. If I was there, I would stare at you too. <laughs> Excuse me. We, no, we, we are because, confused. Because, <laughs> because the way it feels fluffy is because it feels, because like my whole body feels like cotton, like a cotton ball. You so like, <laughs> it feels like a cotton ball flying in the sky. So a I feel like a cotton ball. ball. What kind of axle are you doing? I know it's not the axle I'm doing. When I'm doing axle, I feel stressed and tense the whole time. How are I mean, you same. cotton ball? Oh, I mean, this was an off-ice axle, but, like, it's, like, well, actually, you know, the on-ice axles are different. <laughs> Even with an off-ice axle, like, you're all stressed and tense. Well, yeah, then, <laughs> well, on ice, my axles are better correlated with a skinny, crunchy burrito, honestly. Oh, my, a burrito? <laughs> More. Like with chips moles. inside. Are you like hungry or something? You're no. I think it's because you don't eat thing. before your Saturday practices. No. I don't ever eat in my sessions, so it's not just Saturday. Okay, then Honestly, I think that's I don't know the how reason. you guys don't eat, though, because, like, even that's only in the morning, though, when I don't eat, if I was sent in the morning. Other than that, I, like, need to have something to eat before I go ice skiing and stuff. Like, just regular meals and stuff and all that. But I get, like, really hungry sometimes and like after like even ice skiing for an hour like or like ice skiing a bunch and parties on my moves and stuff that's gonna be like hungry and stuff i don't know how they don't eat anything on saturdays i need like i i eat like a bunch of meals <laughs> like i eat my regular three meals but sometimes two meals because you know breakfast is out of the question and snacks and <laughs> like you know i'm all good wait does anybody ever like skate and they like think of like pins sometimes like like sometimes if you're like skate blade does like this certain noise you think of like actual pins no sometimes i feel like a pin (laughs) (laughs) what are you thinking i'm just thinking of legs straight feet pointed hip out that's what i think about on the ice i mean i think about that too that's all i think about Why? What? Because I, what I think on the ice is nothing. My mind is literally either blank, or I'm daydreaming, or I'm thinking about, oh my god, what am I gonna eat later? Or what's for homework? <laughs> or what? I forgot to do that again. I gotta do that. I gotta write that down. And the next thing I know, I'm thinking. The next thing I know, I'm thinking of, oh my god, I loved that episode. That's so one time. <laughs> Mood. Honestly, half the time I'm thinking of when is this gonna be over? I just look oh, at the same. Like, I'm always looking at the clock, but it always makes. It go slow it sucks that's true or like if you ever have a 30 minute lesson on an hour no. session i'm like 
How many more minutes until it's my turn? <laughs> no, Especially like, if I'm yeah. second. No, because like 10 minutes feels so short. But when you're on the air, you keep looking at the clock. 10 minutes is like an hour. Yeah. Does anyone else get annoyed when they're first on a 30-minute session? Or is that yes. just me? I get very annoyed. <laughs> right? I prefer second. Same. But the person I usually, if I, when I used to skate the 30s, the person that was like with me on that session was always late. So it was always me. Was that me? First. No. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. But yeah, it's just a specific skater that's always late. Um, I'm not going to diss the skater. But it would always annoy me. Because I'd always be second, or I'd be always first, and I don't like being first, I like being second, so, like, I can end the session and not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Also, I like, because, like, your coach will sometimes just, like, peek out what you're doing so she can give you corrections, while as the, your first, she kind of later can't really give you that many corrections. Oh, well, because my coach, like, well, I guess, I mean, so we got the same coach, too, because she gives me corrections, like, every second. <laughs> oh. No, she she's pretty good with not giving me corrections for some reason. Oh, I have I literally had to ask her to send me a list of corrections because I need corrections. Oh my god, she did send me the list of corrections though. Our coach is pretty nice, by the way. We all have the same coach. Yeah, we love her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's she's a really good coach. She knows what she's doing. She's nice. She doesn't she gets yell. a little bit concerned about us, but it's still good. Yeah, she's she concerned was. about the three of us. The three she was concerned years. when I hit the wall. She's just concerned at certain things I do and say. Honestly, she's like, what, she, what concerns her is how little emotion I show during the session. She always, like, it's weird because with one coach, I'm, like, so active and always tell a bunch of stories and jokes, like, half the session. But then with the other one, with Paul, I'm just, like, because, like, for some reason, I feel like being more serious. <laughs> and I'm always just, like, standing there, like, my face neutral the whole time, like, working on my stuff. And she's always, like, I can never tell your face. Like, usually I can read my students' emotions so I know if they like this or not. But you, I have no idea. Wait, which coach do you, are you emotionless with? Which, which coach am I what? Emotionless with. Emotionless with? Yeah. I'll go. <laughs> okay. The one we say, and the one I'm not with is my other coach. Yeah. Um, I'm always so, like, active with him and always telling the rudest stories and jokes and making up stuff. Like, sometimes I make up that um, I'm going to cut off his finger to steal his wedding ring and then sell it on the black market for money. If any FBI or police is listening to this, no, you didn't. This is a joke. This is all a joke. No, you didn't. We're not real figure skaters. Everyone's gangster until um, Chloe's finger gets on Craigslist. <laughs> I'm just going to hope it's not my finger. No, okay. Like no, cause he he openly can make jokes about me like dressing us dressing up as a pizza guy and just like sneaking to his house doing his wedding, his wedding wing. and this has happened. These kind of jokes have happened more than multiple times. Huh. Interesting. Wait, has anyone ever heard of that one lady who like made this whole like thing that she found a finger in her chili, but it turned out she put the finger in the chili to get money. I'm sorry, what kind of finger was this? Yeah, what kind of story is this? A human finger. You pretended that she found it, but... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, but where did you find a human finger just lying around? I think somehow her friend was a carpenter. I can't remember the story, it's been too long. But, like, a carpenter cut his finger off accidentally. I don't know how she found a finger. And he gave her the finger? Yep. Maybe he got a cut of the money, I don't know. But then they found out that she was lying. And then I don't remember what company this was, but it was a big company. And, and they then, say gift giving is dead. <laughs> then they figured it out, and it was a whole big scam. I think her name was um, Anna, but I oh. might be wrong with that. Oh, was that so. you? Interesting. <laughs> I swear it wasn't me. And you saw, we gotta check the background. Well, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I just randomly thought about that since you were talking about cutting off. Fingers. Okay, I would never actually do that, okay? And if any police or FBI is hearing this, uh, you do not know me. My name is not what they say it is. I am. <laughs> I don't know who any of you are. <laughs> yeah, 
No. Wait, has anyone ever heard of the... Apparently some guy went to a public session. He was like a little boy, I think. Okay. And he got his finger cut off. Ooh, seriously? Yeah, ice skates are quite powerful. They can cut I off mean, the finger. Yeah, I know I know the blades are soft and stuff, but seriously, that soft? Whoa. You got yeah. the pressure on that, though. Like, yeah, yeah, I was, think someone was how? doing some jump or something where it was powerful. Mm. Some uh. glide powerfully out of it. Like, I saw this video of someone, like, chopping carrots with a ice skate. And, it, like, it did, and he put pressure on the boot so that it can actually cut the carrot. But, so that must have needed a lot of pressure, don't That to totally was not me. But, was that you? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was you? Yes, that was my TikTok. That was your, I forgot for a second. That was your TikTok. I can't believe it. I can't believe you cut carrots with your boot. In my defense, I saw a different coach do that. Oh my god. But yeah, I did cut carrots with my boots at five in the morning because I was five? Yeah. You gotta be kidding me. It was, it was from three to five a.m. Five in the mo- I could never wake up that early. I Who said she four? woke up? <laughs> oh yeah, sleep. I was doing it in my sleep. Mm. That's the first thing I think of when I'm sleeping is, oh, let me go cut some carrots. With my ice skates. <laughs> I mean, that's honestly how my mind works, so, like, <laughs> can't even judge that. No, seriously, random stuff comes into your mind. <laughs> so, each one of us has to say what another person's, what they think another person's best part about skating is, if that makes sense. Can you elaborate on those directions? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, I like say, what do I think Nicole's asset is? Nicole can say whatever, or whoever's, what you think their best, like, asset is in skating, like, flexibility, jumps, spins. Oh, Oh, okay, I got you. So we can all be positive towards each other's skating careers. Yeah, hype house. If if one of you say flexibility for me, I know the line. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, if one of you says spins for me, then I'll know you're lying. <laughs> it's one way to check how real the friendship is. Well, let's begin, I guess, with this thing. Okay, who wants to go first? Man, I really heard you were volunteering for this, aren't you? <laughs> Crooked. So you go rock, first? Rock, the rock, silence rock, is rock, loud. Rock, rock, paper, scissors, see through the screen? <laughs> Okay, okay, I guess I'll go first then. Uh, hmm, let me think. Uh, I guess I'll do Anna. Okay. Uh, you, I, I admire how flexible you are, actually. Because, like, you are so flexible. So that means, like, no, seriously. Even, I've seen your spirals and stuff. Like, your spirals getting really good and stuff. But, like, because you're so flexible and stuff, it'll get better. Like, all the, probably all the jumps and stuff. I mean, you're, you're getting that. You're getting there. But definitely the flexibility is probably something that's very important in your skating. So. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate the flexibility, love. <laughs> um, I'll go with Nicole, then. We can just go around a circle. An imaginary circle. Fun. <laughs> yes. So, Nicole, I admire your dedication and your jump height. You have really good jump height. Thanks. <laughs> yep. Oh, I guess that honk validated it. <laughs> you all hold that honk? Yeah. <laughs> like the validation button. Yep. I think my neighbors just came and honked. So. Oh, my God. I don't know. But yeah, okay. Well, I guess it's your turn, Nicole. All right, I'll just do both of you at once. Um, Anna, okay. I uh-huh. I like your flexibility. <laughs> <laughs> I am not copying Chloe's homework. I swear. You are copying. <laughs> no, I mean, no. I guess you're thing I'm known. For. Hear me out, okay? Anna, you're like <laughs> my Equestria girl dolls that I would use them as my own very own dance moms play. Oh my no! Can do mom. the all kinds of. Flexibility tricks that only my dolls can dream of doing, and I admire that. <laughs> and Chloe, I oh, like no. your moves. <laughs> oh. They're really good. You can do chalk toss and stuff. Thank you. 
you can you can do things that that my my coach has not allowed me to do yet. <laughs> so I I don't get why all your coaches are restricting you. Like my coach makes me try a new thing every time I see her. Like come on. Because she knows I will go crazy and do everything crazy. She knows me. She was like <laughs> she was like because I went back. Because I used to do gymnastics also, so I went back to... I was just trying gymnastics stuff. She's like, how crazy did you go? And I was like, thanks. (laughs) Your dog was like, I beg to differ, sir. (laughs) Okay. Your dog's exposing you. Well, at least I kind of have an ice skating partner. I can force my little sister to do, like... Whatever ice king trick I need her to do to help me out over here. <laughs> Friends what with ice benefits. What tricks can she do? Nothing about. Yeah. Uh, oh. But like I, but at least she ice skates too, so I can like grab onto her if I need something to hold on to. So she doesn't like it, but she doesn't have a choice. Well, well, who else is next what? in the circle? Hmm. I guess it's my turn again. Uh. I'll go back to Nicole now. Nicole. Hello, Nicole. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'm also going to copy Anna's homework. Um, the no drums, yes, they, they are high. But, like, also offers, because we've been in offers together some a uh, few times. And, like, low jumps offers, they were so high and stuff and really good. So, like, I wish I had that. Thanks. <laughs> Anyone who goes in off ice with me, like I changed the whole like vibes in the off ice class. That's true. We had off ice what yesterday. Yo, yeah. yo, there's there's a wasps outside. I'm trying not to panic right now, but <laughs> okay, okay. Like, okay. Oh, oh, are you going? No, you go. <laughs> okay, well, I'll go to Chloe. Um, what I admire about you is how friendly. You are on the rink because you're one of the most friendliest people. You can always talk. And I can always ask for tips, especially move tips with you. Yeah. You're good at tips. Oh, thank you. How to basic (laughs) friends. (laughs) How to basic friends 101. Yep. Okay. Okay, I should have prepared for this better. <laughs> All right, hold Yo, on. Yo, there's me... a wops outside right now. Like, I'm trying so hard not to panic, but I keep seeing it lying around. And actually, <laughs> if it gets any closer to me, I'm running. Which <laughs> is one point Chloe's gonna scream. <laughs> Dad, you'll hear a scream. I'm fine. Okay. I can do a little segment on synchro. Oh, yeah, because you do synchro, unlike yeah. me and Nicole. We should be regular, single skating. We're just basic. For the next 10 minutes, this is my podcast. (laughs) So, mm, I am on... Do you like your synchro team? That's the first thing. Yes, well, sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. So, I've been doing synchro since I was a wee little laddie. Um, (laughs) I was in the first grade when I started. I did it for three years. And then I stopped doing it for two years, and I started again for another three years, and then I stopped doing it last year, and then I started doing it again this year. But this is, I'm planning this as my last year for Cinco, though, and it's very upsetting because I'm not on the level that I want to be on, but it's, it's fine, I guess. But this is my, this is like the last year I'm planning to do it. So my first two years, I was on this one team. I'm trying to decide if I should say the name or not. You know what? Um... I'll just, I was on, let's call it the strawberry team. The I was strawberry? On, yeah, just the strawberry team for three years. But, you know, then we decided to take a break from synchro. And then I started again in sixth grade. Let's call this the banana team. Oh, dang, gotta watch out for those bananas. <laughs> the banana team. Potassium's so too high on them. So I had to drive an hour to practice. On practice is on Sunday, so I have to drive an hour to practice. Well, not an hour, at least. Is it a different rink? It is. It's it's in a different state. But it only about 40 to 45 minutes away. So I can, so we drive there, and practice is our new three every Sunday. I actually start practicing again, I believe, next Sunday. So yeah. 
Fine. And we have competitions to different places. I wasn't here last year, but I know that because of COVID, they changed some stuff. Like now you have to wear. I mean, you could you still wear max in the ice rink, but you can take the after max on the ice. So that's because the people who are vaccinated, I'm vaccinated. If you want to know, can take the the max off the ice and stuff. But we have competitions. Our first competition is actually in November in California. You're lucky. Not in LA. Not in LA. We're too poor for that. <laughs> what part no, of California? No, no. But it's in California, though, and I'm going to be tra- It's just going to be me, the team, and some sapphones going on a plane to California for a few days for a competition. It, um, trust me, there was going to be no sightseeing. Every competition is always, always a bunch of work and stuff. But I do remember this. But whenever we stay at hotels, it's crazy. You end up playing, like, hide-and-seek in hotels and stuff. There's always, like, some single team running around. Or people making posters and like randomly, like taping the posters to people's walls <laughs> and doors of the hotels. You see like a bunch of girls running around, and they're just like, "Who are like? Oh my god, the single team again!" And but this year there was like one boy on my team. He just loves the guy. Talks a lot. Yeah. Hi, if you're watching this. And he, <laughs> and he gets like too political, so like, no, I can't do all that. And well, I, I want to know what his be... political stances are, because he could go either way. I could see him being <laughs> an either way type of political person. But no, I even had an argument with him one time about how clothes don't have a gender, and he really went into it. <laughs> but anyway, but single can be fun though. Like you make friends on the team, even though you may never see them again. <laughs> After you, after like Lodon Cinco, that's the thing with Cinco, and you could be friends for like a whole, for as many years as you do Cinco as possible, but then never see that person again. If you don't go to the same week, you, wink, you could never see that person again. So, like, but honestly, you can make good bonds on the team if you still do the team. And like, everybody's always like kind of there for one another and stuff and we always like kind of can relate to everything and the coaches the coaches always push you hard but it's kind of like for your benefit and they tell you they help you practice and stuff so like synchro isn't bad like honest no but synchro should be an olympic sport it's a hard sport and i do not understand how fit how like dance ice dancing and like single skating is an olympic sport but not synchro because <laughs> like if it was I would be in the Olympics right now and that is not fair <laughs> like I'm never going to go into don't get me wrong I'm never going to be going to the Olympics for skiing. I am not that good but <laughs> if I were to go <laughs> you'd go as a synchro skater mm, most likely but like again this is, I'm playing for this to be my last year though it's not that I don't like it it's just like I'm a soft you know, I'm a sophomore in high school now, and I want to focus more on other on other things and not that synchro and stuff. And synchro is a lot of money. Like ice skating, if you add ice skating, private coaching, and plus the cost of school, because I go to a private school, and plus the cost of schooling and um, synchro, that's like a lot of money. And I know my parents can pay for it and stuff, but my sister also does ice skating and single, and she goes to a private school. So that's, like, a bunch of money. So it's better if I just, like... And I have, like, other things I'm more focusing on, like, college and stuff. And single just, like, takes up... um, Can sometimes take up some, some time and fun and energy and, like, money and stuff. So I'm planning for this to be, like, my last year doing it. Wait, this year or, like... This next year, year. This year. Oh, okay. no, this, yeah this year because like next year i'll be a junior and i'll be more focused on like call on like you know my mainly focused on like colleges and stuff and like all that so like mm. yeah it's just turning into the old ladies podcast i like how <laughs> we're all three like one grade above 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 because chloe's yeah. the youngest and it's me then it's nicole it's like how we all have different grades. You, you, no, you are the old ladies here. I'm the young one. <laughs> okay. I guess I'm like the middle child. Denial be like. 
oldest child turned into the middle child. Oldest child, oldest sibling turned into the youngest sibling. Man, this is good. I've always wanted. I always wonder what we like to be the youngest sibling. Yeah, I mean, I mean, both. I think me and Nicole wonder what's like to be a sibling in general. <laughs> no, watch no, our no, previous podcast children. if you haven't. No, I, yeah, I listened to that only child podcast, and let me tell you, I relate to none of that. <laughs> But I did. I did get slightly offended. But no, this stuff. But we're not going to go into that. Because <laughs> I am. I am quite a plutty. Okay? I'm sorry if we offended anyone. Any non-only children in our podcast. Yeah, lo siento. <laughs> but yeah, what are your guys's? We can finish off on what are your goals in the sport. To get good, <laughs> but mainly yeah. to get probably to get my hopefully my actor before I turn like before I graduate high school. <laughs> I think you'll definitely get your actor before you graduate I would high school. Like to, I would like to get my actor this year though. Probably I would like to get at least landed before New Year's. So. Yeah, I think you will. In yeah. my opinion, yes. Yeah, right. about yeah, yeah. So is that your goal to get an axle before? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Mine's just to complete all the tests, coach, and try to get to like regionals. Man, you got all that future stuff going on. Yes. So yeah, probably regionals. Compete at try to compete at regionals because that seems pretty. I mean, nationals or Olympics is definitely probably. Very unattainable compared just just looking at other national skaters, but who? Oh cares? yeah, same. Like I don't even, I don't even like have going to any competitions as a single skater in my future. Cause like I haven't skated since I was five, and if I'm not in the Olympics by now, I'm never getting I'm never going to any competitions or Olympics by right and ever. So like, yeah, yeah. that's showing at this point. Because I don't think, yeah, because I don't think any of us have the goal of Olympics, although I think we all would want to be at the Olympics. I just, yeah. at least for me, I know it's definitely unachievable. It's just too high of a goal. It's, it's very expensive. Exactly. To get there, it's probably, it's thousands and thousands with of ice skating, the cost. Yeah. Because, like, per year, I've, I've heard that, like, Olympic skaters spend around 50K a year. No, please. I'm gonna be getting minimum wage when I start the job. So like, <laughs> but yeah, it's a very it's a very expensive sport. I think we can all agree. We wish it was a little cheaper. Definitely. Yeah. Reason why I had the same ice skates for like almost two years. I can't imagine having the same ice skates for two years. Well, well actually, I no, I had the same ice skates well, for I two years. Well, I have not gone. So like, and they still work. So why would I get new ones? That was me. I had like fifty as a kid. I had like sixty different skates. They were all Jacksons, apparently. Oh, like, I still have a Jackson. I still use Jackson. Jackson's a good company, and yeah. then I switched to Adeas at a year not a, not even a year ago, a little less than a year ago. I might need to switch to Adeas when I start doing double jump. Yeah, Adeas are really good, but like the way you have to tie them, because apparently I heard you have to tie them looser than mm-hmm. like other skates. And that is very weird to get used to. It's it. it t- I couldn't. I was dying. Hmm. I didn't even know that. So. <laughs> oh really? Your coach, no. Wait, our oh. coach didn't tell you that. I mean, I knew there was a certain way to tie them, so I tie she them in the way you're supposed looser. to. I just didn't know you had to tie them like looser. Yeah. What I did hear was that the skate itself feels looser, though. Oh. So. I yeah, diet looser. I mean, I don't know if that's a fact, but I don't do that. <laughs> Honestly, I, I it's too uncomfortable for me to do. I can't even. I can't do jumps with it or anything. And but I guess to get better edges, I heard maybe I don't know. I don't know much about how skate boot mechanics work. Uh, all I know is you have to get new laces every time you sharpen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but Adea is basically the Gucci of the figure skating world, in case anybody's True. wondering. It's like the most expensive, I think, boots you can get. 
anyone who who is seriously watching this, I am now. I'm going to be on the rest of the episodes, the rest of the podcast. So new. Yeah, she's yeah, on. she's new. stuck with us. Yeah, yeah, we kind of forced her here. <laughs> I was taken by I was taken by choice. Okay, I was taken by force and by choice. So let's. Yes. Well, people, stop, drop, and roll. Make sure you have your carbon monoxide detectors checked and wear your seatbelts. See ya, besties. <laughs> See you on next week's episode. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Adios.